Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We sure are glad you could join us today. And Pastor Corey, we have a special guest with us, the lovely, the talented, Miss Tina. Yes, we do have a special guest. Welcome, nice. Tina. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Yeah. You're always welcome. Have you seen our fabulous studio before? Have you been on the show before? <laughs> Only from the dining room table. Oh, yes. When, when we went on location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, that's right. That's right. That's a blast from the past. But yeah. welcome to the... Uh, Hilltop Studio. We Thank didn't you. close the Hilltop Studio door. It's a little messier than it was uh, when I was here to clean uh, it. We don't need to talk about those things. <laughs> so anyway, what are we here to talk about, Tim? Uh, well, been a heck of a week. It has been. What a, day is it? It's it's hard to say. I think <laughs> maybe it's Wednesday. <laughs> We've been getting pounded but, uh, by snow here. Yeah, which is, is it's yeah. hard to. It it just it seemed like we had a good winter going, and then all of a sudden. Good winter. What do you mean by good winter? I mean winter? a no-snow winter, which is a good winter, uh, or a light snow winter, because I do like to have some to cover the brown and yes. the ugly of the world while it's resting. I like the white and the brightness, but but it dumped on us. Like, I don't even know. It's just so much snow, it's ridiculous. So we've had two snow days or school closures out of three days this week, and one yeah. two-hour delay. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's, that's not usual for us, so. No, it's not. Yeah. What do you call a snowman in a desert? Well, I don't know, Corey. What? An oasis. Oh, that's that's not really that's funny. Not, that's, it's dumb. Is it it's dumb? dumb. Right. Look, look at that. Well, our, well, our guest yeah. doesn't even. There's no even feigning <laughs> of enjoyment of that. But yeah. I, I've got a snow. <clears throat> Let's see if I can do this right. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did uh, Mr. and Mrs. Snowman go on their last anniversary? I don't know, Tim. Where? Hawaii. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. It was their last anniversary. Ah, yeah. If you're gonna go down, Hawaii is where you wanna. You wanna go, go down at Hawaii. I guess so. Yeah. Um, So lots of snow um, here in Palouse. Um, Yeah, it's beautiful outside. Kind of slushy now. A little slushy. You know, the last, uh, not the last. He's gonna make a segue. Are you gonna make a segue? We'll see. Two weeks ago, we had a challenge for somebody to tell us what county they were listening from or something yeah did that and, happen you know it it did and i forgot about Chelan it Chelan county was first was Chelan county first our friend in Chelan? yeah oh wow way to go Chelan. wow okay well if you're listening from Chelan, thanks yeah. uh i think then, your name's and, christina thanks a lot <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we had one from uh, from idaho but i don't remember the county Leta. Uh, just across know, the border here? Maybe. They do great uh, road care. Great They do great road care. We do, you know, props to the Palouse crew, though. The Palouse City crew? Yes. Yes, I you're right. I don't think they've slept over the last three days. <laughs> Seen lots of plowing going on. Yeah. Yeah, and then sh- they, they shovel all that snow into the... The dump truck and move mm-hmm. it out of the way. I don't think they shovel it. Well, they scoop it. With <laughs> the, you know, they, they it's a, a large <laughs> shovel. It is. It, it's a. It's a. I don't know. A like scoop. Uh, backhoe thing. I don't know. Uh, front front end loader. That's what is yeah. that what it is. I don't. Yeah. I'm not really good yeah. with my uh, construction tractor. equipment, but yeah, I uh, I had to take a detour with my bus the other day because I was sliding down the hill, so I went another route, and I got to. Uh, where I thought I was going to be able to go forward across the railroad tracks, and there they were, 
scooping up snow, mm-hmm. and I had to detour again <laughs> to get around them. <laughs> but I appreciate their work because no, it kept me safe. It, uh, and just think if they didn't clear the middle of the oh, road, we wouldn't have to yeah. no. And they've had to do it three times in the last week, oh, I it's think. It's ridiculous. So. And they were just giant piles of snow. I can't... Mm-hmm. Have you been downtown today? I have not been downtown I went today. downtown once today. It's a, it's a big trip for those of you outside of Palouse, but uh, <laughs> it was taller than my car, for sure, the pile in, oh, wow. in the main, yeah. main Street, the middle of Main Street. So anyway, uh, yeah. so Tim's going to make a clever segue here. Oh, uh, I, and so the, we... I made the snow segue, and now I have to do something else. Well, let's, let's see. see. Let's see. So, uh, Paul. Paul. <laughs> so let's talk about... <laughs> Well, uh, you know, we are we are coming up on the end of our Acts series, and many of our our. What's going to happen after Acts? That's I just interrupted your. We can't. Uh, we we just have to savor these last few weeks. We can't I talk think. about Lent and oh, Ash yeah, we Wednesday. Can, we can talk and, about that, but we're almost to the end of Acts. Okay, we've got we're just a couple of, of weeks left, and uh-huh. and it's an exciting couple of weeks. And uh, today it is. today we're going to be um, diving into. Um, a story of a ship, uh, a shipwreck, mm-hmm. and uh, and Paul's uh, journey to Rome, uh, and then uh, so we'll get to that in just a minute. But you wanted to preview Acts twenty seven. If you want to yeah, go look it up, while get we, ready while we preview Lent which, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a, a series through Lent in the book of Jonah in the Old uh, Testament. Yeah, in the yeah. Old Testament. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to get ahead and actually. Um, doing some Jonah research the other day, and then I was just thinking how interesting it was that we're, we're moving from this shipwreck story to a story of, uh, of Jonah that also involves a ship. And, uh, and, and uh, I don't know if you planned that on purpose for him to oh. coincide. I'm, I'm sure you did, uh, you know. But uh, I thought that was interesting that we, we're going to have two kind of shipwrecks, pretty close, mm-hmm. or pretty ship stories ship close stories, together. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't yeah. plan that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I too. Not, not, not I was, intentionally. I have read today's text, Acts twenty seven, a lot as the Bible study that I lead on Monday afternoons. Um, I already covered Acts twenty seven, so I studied that a little bit, and I am now reading um, our next text, which is Jonah. And I found myself getting confused. Did yeah, this yeah. happen in Acts? Really? Did this happen I, in Jonah? Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. I was I was jotting notes, and then I was like, oh wait a second, that's not. That was Jonah. <laughs> because they, they involve storms, right? Well, yeah. the, sailors, yeah. the sailors. The sailors play oh, a go. large role. So what are we talking about now, Jonah? No, this week is Acts. <laughs> this week is not but we, Jonah. But we're supposed to be talking about Jonah. We're going to be we're gonna doing that in Jonah Lent. And, Lent yeah. and talking about Jonah and basically making comparisons to Jonah and Jesus in a way. Uh, if you want to read a great book about Jonah, we're recommending The Prodigal Prophet by Tim Keller. If you don't want to read the book, which I highly recommend reading the book, I need to get some of those so they're around here. But um, if you use the Bible app, excuse me, if you use the Bible app, there is a Prodigal Prophet reading plan, I believe, unless they got rid of it. So you can check that out for free on the Bible app. Um, But that's coming up. Uh, March 6th is Ash Wednesday when we smear oily ashes on your forehead and you allow us to do it voluntarily. (laughs) It's exciting. (laughs) <laughs> There's a little more to it than that. <laughs> uh, we'll just leave it at that for now, though. I mean, that, that's, this is uh, come back next week and find out why. Why do we do that? <laughs> Ash Wednesday, but we we need it. Maybe we'll do a special on Ash. Wednesday. We should do a special. Yeah. On well, Ash let's do a special Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday. So. It's not about Tim and I 
just smearing oily ashes on your forehead. It's about so much more. It's not as creepy as it sounds. Yeah, that sounded really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, and then also, um, of course, we have our Jonah series, but we also have our soup suppers coming up Ooh, during yeah. Lent. That's something for people to look forward to. Um, and people are going to tell um, fish stories as part of the <laughs> testimony, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so at the soup suppers on Wednesday nights during Lent, uh, so through March and into early April, um We'll have people sharing their stories of maybe how they ran from God or how God used a difficult circumstance to steer them to do something he had planned for their life. Like God had called Jonah to do a ministry and Jonah ran from that um, and God used extreme circumstances to change Jonah's direction. And there's a lot of us who have stories like that. So you'll be hearing from uh, people in our church community with stories like that. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to, I think. Yeah. Those are always great great times of uh, learning and of fellowship and of eating. Yeah, amazing so. soup. <laughs> yes, so yes. we want to make plans to be here on Wednesdays during Lent. Yes. Uh, it'll be an exciting time of, of fellowship, learning, and eating. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's something else coming up in early March, right, Tim? Early March. Uh, men's retreat. Yes, we have our men's retreat at Ross Point Camp. And uh, we will be having uh, Brian Harpel from uh, Everett, Washington is coming over and will be speaking on uh, the full armor of God. Um, Of course, there's that text from Ephesians 6. Uh, Paul wrote uh, his letter to the church in Ephesus and talking about the the full armor of God. And and so uh, Brian's going to be talking to us about... uh, this battle that's that's going on that many of us uh, just kind of ignore the spiritual battle, but we need to know about it and be prepared to fight it. And uh, so Brian's going to help us with that. So that's March eight and nine up at Ross Point Camp. Is there a website for uh, it? Yeah, rosspoint.org, and you can go there and register. And if you register by February twenty second, I believe it's a ten dollar discount mm-hmm. on an already fairly inexpensive retreat. Um, because we just do a Friday night to midday Saturday. Um, but it's a really, it's, so it's packed time, but good time with other men. From I'm going to make a special region. deal here. A special, a special deal. Church oh. on the Hill podcast deal. Wow. If you register for the men's retreat through rosspoint.org, uh, I want you to somehow mention to rosspoint.org or Marta, the secretary up there at Ross Point, that you heard it on Church on the Hill podcast, and Tim will give you five bucks at the retreat. I will give you five <laughs> bucks at the retreat. Look at that. I'll give you five bucks. I won't make Tim do it. I'll get, uh, you know. I will go with If Ross anybody and, does that, that'd be awesome. Some five spots. There's got to be at least one person up. Yeah. I'll give you my bacon, too. From yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need to slow down on the bacon. Sweet. So. No, <laughs> Tim. Tim's concerned for my soul. You know, I was, while we were joking the other day, we we were at an event and they had bacon wrapped dates, and I suggested that we should just have bacon wrapped bacon. Bacon wrapped <laughs> because that's like every guy's dream, right? I mean, bacon wrapped bacon. Think what's your dream? Come on, you haven't dreamed about bacon wrapped bacon before. Now you will. <laughs> now you will because it's wow. so great. I don't think we have bacon at the women's retreat. So Paul oh, have, was you know, kosher, I think, or, or was he? No, that's a whole nother story from Acts. Acts 27, since we only have uh, some minutes left, we could talk about bacon for oh, a Oh, yeah, sure, so, right. We should talk Acts about Acts 27, text, we, so. we started talking about it because it involves a shipwreck. Uh, Paul may have been in more than one shipwreck in his life, mm-hmm. but that's another story. But this is a, a, his journey to Rome. 
He's in Roman captivity. He's, uh, he's appealed to Caesar, and now he's been taken to Rome. What, what do you think about this story, Tina? Well, this is, you know, just when you read through it, it's uh, like you're reading a novel, sort of. This is a very interesting uh, shipwreck and all of the details of the things they did to avoid the wreck. And there's some uh, very experienced sailors um, that are trying their best to get all of their cargo, which is people, um, to safety. But um, there are just deeper levels to this story, is what we discovered um, as I was preparing and then leading a wonderful group of ladies through a study on it um, Monday afternoon. We talked a lot about how this... Three o'clock at, at our house. Three o'clock at the yeah. parsonage, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all are welcome, all the ladies out there. Um, anyways, how there's lots of different levels to this story. For instance, one thing that we sort of focused on is that um, these uh, sailors were pretty experienced, and they were not making rookie mistakes here. They thought that they had actually planned a pretty safe course for the time of year that they set out. They thought they were doing the right thing. They weren't being risky or taking, you know, chances, and yet they found themselves in the middle of a devastating storm. And uh, that sort of thing... I'll get it. (laughs) I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Um, I guarantee at some point it'll happen to most of us where we find ourselves in the middle of a storm and we think, what the heck happened here? I, I thought I was doing everything right. I wasn't taking undue risks, and yet I am in the middle of a storm. Um, so I think that's something that we can all relate to, that not all of the storms in life are because we did something stupid. Hey, so... They did do something stupid, though. Okay, let's hear what The sailors, uh, they wanted to cut and run, right? Well, eventually. Verse 30, and as the sailors were seeking to escape the ship, not the soldiers, there were soldiers and sailors. Do you think it's because the sailors knew how bad it was? And the soldiers were like, this is an Army-Navy thing going on here. Uh Uh, Like, the soldiers, they don't try to jump ship at that point. The sailors did. I thought that was interesting. I don't think that's the main point of this text. But you were yeah, jumping I, ahead, though. I wasn't saying ahead. that yeah. they didn't do oh, wow. anything. Sorry. I got a phone yes. call. I'm just oh, trying yeah, to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why. Step that's why. back in. Two yeah. seconds later, and we're at the end of the story. <laughs> I want to be fun. relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that the storm itself was not caused by, you know, anything that the sailors had done, miscalculated. What, what, so what's the deal with the storm? Why couldn't God have given Paul just a nice cruise to Rome? Or at least to Crete, wasn't that their initial plan to winter and in, in, was it Crete? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why, why couldn't he just given him a nice cruise? I mean, what's the deal, God? Well, you know, I. Oftentimes we learn the best lessons through difficult mm-hmm. times, uh, and and I think that God was orchestrating an opportunity for Paul to. Uh, you know, share with those on the ship about God's sovereignty and about his plan. And Paul witnessed on the ship in the midst of the storm to those sailors. And mm-hmm. and he says some really wonderful things. You know, he's, he's the God uh, whom I... Whom I <laughs> it's not my phone! It's not my phone! Um, you know, the God whom I serve and who to whom I belong or something like that. Um, and, uh, and that gives him a chance to, to 
introduce God to these people who are probably don't have any idea who who Yahweh is, and and, and so that's that or is Jesus. a good or Jesus, yeah. yeah, it's a good opportunity, and and there all he he delivers to Paul a promise. He says, "You you know, not a hair on their heads will be chin chin chin." <laughs> not a, not a hair on their heads will be harmed. Right. Um, they're gonna That's lose. True. They're gonna lose the ship, but they'll all be safe. And and God delivers on that promise. And so those two hundred and seventy six people on that ship, we know a couple of them: Paul and Aristarchus, and um, apparently Luke and Luke. Right. The the three of them we know for sure are, are Christ followers. Jesus followers, but all the rest of them we don't know, and chances are likely that they weren't. And so they heard Paul's testimony, the word that he had received from Jesus, uh, and then they saw God keep his promise to protect them, even in the midst of that and, huge storm, they so, were rescued. So let me ask you, then, do you think if Paul had just preached on a nice, calm trip that they would have listened to him you know, as I much? Don't, I don't think we... no. The simple answer is no, yeah. and and I, I think I, I think if we um, you know consider our own lives, you know, and you know it always really stinks to go through difficult things, um, but that's often um, when God really is able uh, through our brokenness to work to work mm-hmm. on our hearts. Yeah. And, and maybe and, we're and, paying and, a real attention, you know. And we're paying uh, better attention, you know, yeah. when the st- when the stakes are high. Uh, in this case, their life's on the line. Um, they're they're more apt to listen. And then when when Paul says the pretty big th- big deal, I mean, come through on a promise like this. We're going to come through this yeah. storm. It was severe. You need to read Acts twenty seven. It it would take a a long time for us to read it. Here, <laughs> yeah. So. But it, you you know when God comes through on that, like you said, yeah. Tim, that that shows something to them. That had to speak just volumes to that crew, and then. Um, yeah, for them to just, re- I think they really saw God at work, you know, and maybe for the first time. And so I think it was an opportunity for God to really um, <clears throat> have his message uh, reach more people. So, um, you know, Romans thought about life differently than us. They they have this, all these prisoners and captives and that they're, they're not really valuable to the Roman soldiers. And at the end of the story, mm-hmm. they say they're going to, um, the, the soldiers' plan was just to kill all the prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know. Because of, if they had gotten away, then they would have been they, they liable for, any, for the judgment right. against them. And they would have lost their lives probably. And so. Once again, you see, though, if Paul hadn't gone to prison, if Paul hadn't ended up on that ship, all of those prisoners would have been killed. If Paul saved lives, um, you know, God used that, what any of us would think the most horrible thing, being falsely imprisoned, to save lives. That's true. Yes. That's true. And I think he was witnessing to all all aboard uh, there. Uh, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. And it, it shows that God values those prisoners, some of whom maybe still ended up, you know, being entertainment for the Romans. Sure, this is during sure, the yeah. uh, Nero yeah. was Caesar at the time, was the emperor at the time, um, and he probably used some of these folks in brutal ways, but they got to hear a message of the God of heaven and earth um, who loves them and cares for them. Um, yeah, and, and that, the, yeah, you know, getting a little bit ahead, but they end up, you know, the, sh- the, the journey should have taken, you know, a certain amount of time if weather had cooperated or whatever, but because of the shipwreck, 
those people got to spend some more time together than they would have. And I have to believe that Paul's influence over them just increased over that time. Uh, and, and we know from how Paul's acted before that he doesn't waste opportunities to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so if he was stuck with them for, for days, for weeks, for what ends up to be months, mm-hmm. we know that he took many opportunities to really... It does uh, end up being months, yeah, doesn't yeah. it, in our next story. But yeah. I, Paul becomes the leader on that ship. But if you read the story correctly, there's a way to read this story and see Paul is really arrogant and... You know, but I don't think that's a proper Gosh, I, yeah, reading of the story mm-hmm. where he kind of is doing a I told you so moment. But but if you read the story, notice that by the end, the, everybody really respects Paul. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking yeah. to him. They're receiving his prayers of thanks. You know, there may or may not have been, depending on your view, a communion service on ship. Um, he saves their lives, the prisoners' lives. Uh, everybody by the end of this voyage respects him. And then they're still going to spend three Three plus months on an island together yeah. after this, and they're going to be blessed. Yeah, while they're there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So just an amazing story, it, it, and of uh, how God works through a difficult time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anybody want to say anything else about storms? We should have asked uh, Alexa for a storm joke. We didn't think mm-hmm. of that, but no. Well, um, the women's retreat, which isn't happening for a while, it's in it's the end of April, but the theme for it is uh, dancing in the rain. So I've been thinking about storms a lot and the storms that we all go through, and this is a good text for that because it's, it's an actual storm, but there are always storms. There are always storms. Yeah, chances are we're not going to be, hopefully, in a storm like Paul experienced. But this is why I don't go on cruise ships. This is why you don't go on a cruise ship. Yeah, this yes. sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paul, God bless him on what he did. And, uh, well, this isn't a cruise ship. No. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's not, not a cruise ship. It's not a cruise ship. It's not a cruise ship. Yeah, no, that's oh true. But there was no buffet, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. No, as one of our guys in Bible study pointed out, probably no bathrooms either. Mm-hmm. And you're sleeping on top of the deck and all kinds of Fun rough stuff. But important lessons we're going to... Uh, hear from this uh, text on Sunday morning, 9 and 11 in Palouse. Uh, and what time in Pullman? Let's see, 1.30 p.m. at Bishop Place in Pullman, Washington. If the snow doesn't snow us out. Yeah. Like it did last week. Like it did last week, yeah. yeah. So, well, we should probably wrap things up. Wrap today. it up. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey and our special guest, Yay. Tina. Thanks for having uh, Coming to you from our hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Wishing you a sunshiny, warm day. Yes. <laughs>